Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. Did you eat too much yesterday? Come on, truth be told. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. I hope you were th- we were thankful, all of us. Thankful that you're alive, thankful for the blessings of God, thankful for his mercy. Every day's Thanksgiving for us. Let's do it again today. Come on, get that turkey out here or whatever. Let's do a little housekeeping. We're finishing up Galatians, the last chapter, chapter six. We'll be done in a couple days. Our next book of the Bible is gonna be 2 Peter. 2 Peter, not 1 Peter, 2 Peter. And we're gonna start that in the new year, Monday, January the 2nd. So what are we gonna do in between? Well, when we finish Galatians, you can start reading 2 Peter, by the way, during the month of December. But during the month of December, we're gonna be, I want you to read Matthew, Luke, and John, Mark skips the Christmas story, but let's be talking about the lessons we get from the Christmas story. Mary, Joseph, the manger, Bethlehem, the flight to Egypt, the wise men, the shepherds. Oh my goodness, there's so many good lessons in there. So be reading that. Let's learn new things from God about this story that's so familiar. That's the problem with Bible reading sometimes. We're so familiar with a passage, we go, oh, I know this, I know this. And then we're not open to God giving us a deeper insight into the truth that's in that. That's what we'll do. When we get done with Galatians, I'm gonna go right into Christmas passages, the birth of Christ, and then we'll end up in the week of the new year, between Christmas and new year, we're gonna be talking about passages in the scripture that are applicable to like a new year, if the Lord tarries and we're all here. Uh, And then when January 2nd comes, we'll have introduction to 2 Peter, okay? So we're good. We're gonna learn something good every single day. Don't leave me. I'm insecure. Do not leave me. So now in verse 15 of chapter 6, Paul says, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, to the Israel of God. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, to the Israel of God. Israel of God, the chosen people now, not being just Jewish people, but the church, Jew and Gentile together. Those are the chosen people of God. There's the world and the church made up of Jew and Gentile, and that's the age we're living in right now. So notice this astounding verse. He now wants to put the coup de grace on this whole false teaching of you gotta get circumcised in order to become a Christian. In other words, the whole purpose of the letter, these false teachers who were convincing the people in Galatia where Paul had evangelized and built these churches. They're saying, no, no, it's not that simple, just repent of sin, faith in Jesus Christ. No, you gotta become Jewish like us. Keep Jesus, keep those things, but circumcision too. We gotta treasure our Jewishness. So Paul is saying now something wild, 
under the anointing, obviously, inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is a new creation. Hello, there we go. Now just think how provocative that was to a Jewish person reading that and to his opponents in the, in the synagogue. That was like, that was like just waving a red flag in front of a bull. Circumcision or uncircumcision means nothing. Are you Jewish? It doesn't matter. Oh, you're not circumcised. That doesn't matter. Only thing that counts is, have you put your faith in Christ? And are you a born-again believer in the Messiah? That's it. Well, wait a minute. The history of circumcision, Abraham, it's the mark of the covenant. And Isaac was circumcised and everybody. And Paul says, a new day has come. The law has passed away. There's a, a new covenant, not like the old covenant. Notice that. For that day, I'll make a new covenant. It will not be like the old covenant. And this is one of the differences you got to understand. Acceptance with God has nothing to do with ritual obedience to the law. God justifies ungodly people who sin, who might be laying in a prison right now in Mississippi where I was. He justifies them. Why? Because of good works or they get circumcised? No, because they put their faith in Christ. They repent of their sins and turn to him. And they become a new creation. What's new creation mean? The Holy Spirit comes to live in them. They just don't go to church. Christ lives in them through the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul said, that's the only thing that matters. That's how the early church judged who was a believer or not. Are you born again? No, I go to First Baptist, First uh, Missionary Alliance. I go to First Assembly of God. I don't care where you go. Are you born again? Have a, are you a new creation? Have the old things passed away? Have all things become new? And I say that to you today as we finish off this week and we just got a day or two more in, in Galatians. Have you been born again? Not are you interested in studying the Bible, although that's a good sign you are born again. Not what church you go to, what good works. Have you got to that helpless position where it's only Jesus? who gives you the Holy Spirit and you're born again. Imagine, in case you're not a Christian. On the cross, the thief said to the Lord, Lord, one of the thieves crucified with him, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That's all. No, today you'll be with me in paradise. Was he circumcised? It didn't matter. Was he a thief? Yes. Did he, how often did he go to church? Did he tithe? What day did he worship on? It didn't matter. He threw himself on Jesus. Do that today, if you haven't done it before. And may the blessing of God be upon you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk on Monday. Mm -hmm.